New Vision is a church that places high value on Scripture. The Bible is made up of 66 books, and in this next portion, we're going to be going through a few of those books as a church family. We hope this tool encourages you and equips you to lead your life well. Thank you for joining us today. Happy Wednesday, church family. My name is Marilyn Mitchell, and I'm over the women's ministry at New Visions Buchanan Campus, and I'm honored to be sharing this third day of Advent readings with you. Today, I have the privilege of sharing verses from two separate passages, starting with Matthew 2, verses 1 and 2. I'll be reading from the English Standard Version. It says, Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose, and have come to worship him. Now let's also look at Luke chapter 19, verses 37 and 38. It says, As he was drawing near, already on the way down the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of his disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works that they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. From his very first breath in infant form, the heavens declared the kingship of Jesus Christ, and the wise men responded by trying to find this one born king of the Jews. In her book, Unwrapping the Names of Jesus, an Advent devotional, Asherita Chuchu points out that the wise men were the first non-Jews to seek Jesus out, and they referred to him as the king. Fast forward to the passage in Luke where Jesus is on his way down the Mount of Olives and a multitude of disciples, both Jew and non-Jews, cry out in praise, blessed is the king. We all know that not long after this, the tide of public opinion swayed quite dramatically. But even Pilate, also a non-Jew, recognizes that Jesus is far more than his opposition understands and ordered that a plaque stating Jesus of Nazareth, king of the Jews, be hung on the cross. You know, I'm struck that it's so easy in this Advent season, as we remember and celebrate Jesus' first coming, to dwell on soft and tender thoughts of baby Jesus, docile animals, and sweet, sweet Mary. But the reality was filled with far more action and drama. He came as a human baby, yes, fully human, fully God, but he came even then as king of kings. And as we look forward to his second coming, he will come again and enter our time and space as conquering king in the flesh. I've been listening to the Hillsong worship song, King of Kings, on repeat so much this Advent season. It's one of the best summaries of the gospel message I've ever heard, and we sing it in Sunday mornings as well. The first verse says this, In the darkness we were waiting, without hope, without light, till from heaven you came running, there was mercy in your eyes. To fulfill the law and prophets, to a virgin came the word, from a throne of endless glory, to a cradle in the dirt. Jesus was already reigning, already king, on a throne of endless glory, and yet he humbled himself and left that throne for a cradle, and then a cross. The next few verses of that song walk us through his death, the resurrection, and then the advent of the Holy Spirit and the birth of the church. It's a really powerful and beautiful acknowledgement of and praise to the King of Kings. 
But if I could add one more verse to that beautiful anthem, it would somehow address that this King of Kings is coming back. He was, he is, and he is to come. That should just fill our hearts with such joy and worship. Oh, church, as we celebrate and consider the adventure of Advent this season, may we be both humbled and emboldened. The king is on his throne and the king is coming back. In this year where all that could be shaken has been shaken, aren't you so glad that his kingdom cannot be shaken? Revelation eleven fifteen says, Then the seventh angel blew his trumpet, and there were loud voices in heaven saying, The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. Oh, our response can only be our Father who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. If we look back at that verse in Matthew, the wise men not only acknowledged that there was a king, but their response to this revelation was to come and worship. I heard a pastor once say that worship is all that I am, responding to all that he is. Friends, he is king, and our only appropriate response is humble worship and adoration. It's been a really challenging year. But we can focus all of our energy, all that we are, all that we have on the unshakable, unchanging King of Kings. So I challenge you in this season to remember baby Jesus. Yes, the humility and sacrifice that he made. King of all creation left his throne of endless glory. But don't leave him in the manger of your mind or your heart. He is on his throne, and the kingdom of the world will become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever, worthy of all worship. So if you've let sin, distraction, or fear separate you from his glory, I encourage you to surrender, relinquish your false control, and worship the king. He is worthy. Please join us again tomorrow as we continue this season of hope peace, joy, and love. Worship the King. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you tomorrow as we hop back into God's Word.